Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom, and I am here with Travis to talk DC TV. Hey guys. So we're going to try something new today and just talk about all the DC TV shows this week, give a little recap and talk about the things that sort of stood out to us and uh, what we liked and what we didn't like and all that. So... Uh, overall, what'd you think of this? Are you glad to have these shows back? I'm very glad. Uh, couldn't have come at a better time, to be honest with you. And all four were great, in my opinion. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy how long the summer feels when these shows are gone. Uh, but then it, it's it's very daunting when they come back on because you know we will have some breaks, but not a whole lot until May, really. No, and if you're watching other shows like Gotham and Geez Lucifer and you're going to be like, you got to cut out a big time block, watch all these shows. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is a lot. All of these shows, it is a lot to watch. You know, we got six airing right now, six DC shows. And then, you know, this spring or next, early next year, you know, that's going to add Krypton, Black Lightning, Titans, iZombie will come back at some point. So we could potentially have like 10 shows in the spring. Remember the good old Smallville days? Yeah. <laughs> There was Smallville, and that was it. <laughs> that was the only thing we had, Tom. That was the only thing we had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes it a lot harder now to rewatch. You know, you want to rewatch a week of shows. That That's a little bit harder than it used to be. Oh, yeah, you got to find time. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll just start off and run, run through things in order. But Supergirl, starting off, what'd you, what do you think about that episode? I enjoyed it. I Like we said on the preview for the series uh, shows, I thought that it was going to be like... Kara's like bad, like worst. Um, I'm trying to think here, more like angry mentality would go away by the end of the first episode, which it seems like it's going to. Right. Well, I did enjoy it a lot, like her being like a bit tougher at criminals, and it was kind of cool to see. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, it does look like it's going away, and I'm very glad for that. I thought it was cool to see Supergirl, a focused Supergirl, but seeing Kara like that was, I, I just really didn't like it, mainly because I don't like seeing my heroes be unlikable and she was really kind of a jerk to most of her friends for most of the episode oh yeah especially when you realize how long it's been you're like okay i can see it for a little while but like kara's too nice of a person for this to go on any longer right (laughs) yeah and i I, like she just rips into james for just asking her to, to do her job and i feel really bad for lena she just she just seems so lonely like, I know she's planning her to be your friend. That's yeah, all. Yeah, uh, I am. I I just I feel like Lena is going to turn eventually, and it's going to be hard not to be on her side, just because of how Kara treated her here and how she hasn't told her who she is, but told everyone else. Um, I just and she just, she just seems so lonely. I mean, she bought a whole company to make Kara happier. That's kind of a big deal. Oh yeah, and you can see like like a couple like foreshadowing little extra pauses it seemed like in that first episode when they were talking about evil and that that i think that she uh i think she might turn like you said at the end it could be and maybe morgan edge will have something to do with that who i really like by the way like i was really happy because we lost uh oh my god maxwell lord in the first season which really it was really sad for me because i enjoyed that character but i think morgan edge can bring like a lot of what maxwell lord brought to the table yeah, I think that's definitely the case. I I thought it was a good start for Morgan Edge. I'm I want to see more of him. I kind of wish he had gotten a win in the first episode 
to sort of set him up as the big bad, you know, it, to see him. He was kind of outsmarted by Lena, um, which I understand, but it would be nice to see Edge get more of a win. But he, he did have a lot going on and we get to see how he's how he can really be a villain behind the scenes. Well, yeah, but Al's money and influence, he just hired those people. Like, and what I like, I always like Superman would do the same thing to Lex. Like, I, I don't know why you wouldn't keep that on the download that you know about him. <laughs> Not to say, like, yeah, you're on my radar. I know exactly about you. Like, <laughs> that's one thing I always laugh at. But you know, I guess if I had all the powers that like Supergirl or Superman had, I'd feel the same way pretty much. <laughs> right. In, in this show, like more than ever, this is a a female-led version of a Superman show, more than ever. I mean, oh yeah, it just from scene to scene, you know, how many times have we seen Lex try to buy or buy the Daily Planet, uh, which he, which Lena is doing here? It's it's very similar, um, and as usual. And I thought they'd done a good job, like just picking mercenaries, really, as your uh, as your like villain of the week, because you can just like get rid of that and and just like. Now that Kara's nice, you can just move forward with the story. It was good, like, one-off villain. Right. They just had the group like that. And what about that girl at the end there? I, I'm not 100% sure on that. I was, I was excited to ask you about that. The one that lifted the piece off her daughter? Right. Like, is that, that's not that Saturn uh, girl misses that they said. That's not her, right? No, that is not. I, we, we know who that is based on casting. Um but I think the show is keeping it a mystery, so uh, I guess we can let it be a mystery for now. Okay. <laughs> but it was, I yeah, we did have Bloodsport, and I wish we would have seen more of Bloodsport in this episode. Yeah. Um, just because, I, I don't know, I recently read some comics with him in it, so I would have been cool to see a little bit more. Um, but yeah, all in all, it's a pretty solid start for Supergirl. Oh, most definitely. He seems like a good, be a good villain for Guardian, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. Guardian going, but oh yeah, but what they're the plans are there because James as a character was very good, but <laughs> I, we didn't see any Guardians, so I don't know which way they're leaning. Right, yeah, they just I I still not sure if they know what they want to do with James or if they do know now and decided it's not Guardian that much for a while and he's going to be back to being James most of the time. But uh, he had a good episode. Oh yeah, they are, they are the other well, there was a little less wind than I would have liked, but besides that, I loved that episode. Right. So, on to The Flash. The Flash is back, baby. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and The Flash is actually back. Uh, took a while, but Barry is now back. Yeah, like, and I don't know. I guess Iris just didn't want to, like, didn't think it would, he would actually come back. So, she did, She just didn't want to entertain the idea. But got to love Cisco for bringing, bringing Barry back. Yeah, I think, I feel like Cisco is just sort of looking for an excuse the last five months to bring Barry back. And he finally had one. And so he's like, oh, we can finish this tech now. Yeah, he's like, I have almost all the ideas. And Oh, did you notice the little uh, thing when he was telling, explaining the idea that he said, like, I I talked to Felicity and Curtis. So yeah. the little arrow spoiler thrown in there. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, Arrow has been trying to keep this secret for five months. Not that I didn't expect Felicity and Curtis to survive. But like... But- why just why just blurt that out two days before the Arrow premiere? <laughs> that was, was ridiculous. Writing that's the things you see sometimes when they're not fully like like it's different writing rooms. That I guess that kind of stuff does come up sometimes. Right, that's like the the little negatives that come into having a shared universe. 
Yeah, but like we can live without. We can just laugh at that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I I'm glad Barry is back, and part of that oh was Caitlin. Uh. So it looks like Caitlin is mostly under control, but not entirely. And like I I like it's so hard. Like I understand what why like they're flip flapping at it because I enjoy both characters so much. <laughs> so I'm like I can understand why you wouldn't want to change her. I don't know what they're gonna do. Right. Like. Who's who? Was she saying that she's out to like, like to, I can't wait for like just to see her storyline develop more because uh, she was really she took she rough body up pretty quick. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um. I'm. I will say I'm glad to see the Caitlyn we know mostly back for the most part. I'm. I'm not as big a fan of the Killer Frost character, but I'm glad that. Caitlin is back, and if they can set up a big mystery while allowing her to be a, a, you know, whatever she is as Killer Frost, I think they can do some cool things with that. Um, but if she's flip flopping back and forth for a while like that, I won't be, I won't love no. that. <laughs> yeah, you kind of want them to make a decision too. It's just, I can understand her pain with how hard it is. Uh, what did you think about Wally Cisco team at the start there? That was, uh, I actually really enjoyed that. It was quite funny. Yeah, I think it was good to see them together. I think they're a pretty cool team, and it's nice to see Cisco out in the field and Wally, of course, uh, being Wally. So I, I really like that. And I thought the Samuroid, they did finally call him Samuroid, right? That was a, a yeah. Really the cool... Cisco was like, "Yeah, I'm back." <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was a one-off villain, I'm sure. At least I'm guessing. But as far as one-off villains, it's one of the more memorable, memorable and cool ones. Oh man, he was like. It was perfect, and it was like that. It was a robot. You can actually bring him back, like maybe like down the line, and like like when he's trying to fight the thinker, like you can oh, have yeah. him, like you can bring him back. If that's how easy it is to program him. Yeah, I think I that would be fine with that. Like you might as well because you've got the design down, and it's you know not the deepest or greatest character ever, but I thought it was just cool visually, and uh, the power set of the samurai was pretty neat and unique. Oh, it was like a, the shockwave thing was pretty darn cool. <laughs> right. Uh, what did you think about the thinker? Yes. Um, what did I think about the thinker? Really creepy. Uh, kind <laughs> yeah. of a creepy. I, I kind of liked it, though. Oh, yeah. Same here. Like, I really enjoyed the look of him. And, I like, I think personally, like, this is just uh, my thoughts going forward. But I just think that he needs to use the flash of speed. I think he thinks that. That's the only thing that can keep up with his mind, which is the fastest and smartest mind in the world. I think he wants to use the Flash to either take control of his body or use them, just because nobody else can do the things like in his mind, like how fast his mind's going. So I think he wants to use the Flash. Use the Flash's speed, mind speed? Yeah, like either take control of his body, put the thinker's mind in the Flash's body, or just full-on control the Flash. Oh my, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, that kind of makes a lot of sense. I'm curious. Yeah. I don't know how, what, you know, the thinker is going to look like in terms of like being a big bad, what, what he will do from week to week whenever he shows up. But I, I really like that. You know, the more I think about it, the more I like a, a, an intelligence challenge for Barry. Oh yeah. It's nice to get out of the, you just got to run faster than this <laughs> yeah. guy yeah. thing once yeah yeah and like like we always say you know it's going to come down to him running really fa real fast but hopefully there's some thought put into that somehow too maybe him thinking really fast as well <laughs> yeah. yeah that's the think thinking fast they'll do uh, uh some sort of challenge mental challenge mental challenge. Math -a -lon or something. <laughs> um 
Yeah, but another solid start for the for the show. I will say, especially as we get into Legends of Tomorrow, like this this week is a reminder. If you if you ever weren't sure, it's a reminder that you should probably never freak out about season finales. Yeah, <laughs> the cliffhangers. The Flash, Legends, and Arrow all had major cliffhangers, and they basically weren't were settled by the end of the first episode. That's uh, usually how these things go, isn't it? Right. Right. <laughs> it's just it's just so funny. It's the last image they leave you on and give you nothing for five months, and you think and that's going to be flash to light and say five months later. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They just they just act like it's the end of the world, and then like by the end of the episode, oh, it's just things are basically back to normal. It's like, but yeah, because I'm speaking specifically of Legends, we start off, I thought we were at least going to have an episode of them trying to put dinosaurs away or something like that, you know, fixing that stuff, and it's just, Rip shows up and zips them away with whatever his tech is. Yeah, those watch things like that, maybe? Right, yeah. Um. So he's got his new time bureau there. What do you think of this episode? Oh, I love this episode too. I thought this was hilarious and was like, it was my favorite episode of the week until Arrow aired last night. <laughs> and I just loved how the time, uh, your, the time beer on the legends are not going to get a line all year right. until it tells the season finale. Right. Like it's, it's pretty well <laughs> easily known, but it's going to be awesome. And I can't wait for Sarah and. Uh, Rick's uh, Rick, his second in command to uh, fight because it's going to go down. Yeah, I almost just want the Time Bureau to be the full-on villains because I don't know. I found like I don't like them. Um, I'm suspicious of the teacher. Yeah, he has bad guy written all over him. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure not everything is up to snuff at the Time Bureau. Uh, no. It wouldn't surprise me if there's something going on there. But yeah, are you, are you kind of surprised everybody's been split up? It, it's it's sort of the you know you got to suspend uh, your beliefs for a minute, minute like that Sarah would go and work at a grocery store and not go back to you know Oliver's team or anything like that. Yeah, uh, that was the thing that stood out to me. But everybody sort of spreads out, and then they're like, "Oh, we need to get back together again." You can tell they don't quite know where, know where to be unless they're a team together or not. And yeah. every one of their jobs is pretty funny. Like you could tell that little like throwaway scene where Sarah, where Sarah's thinking of jumping the guy and killing him. You're like, yeah, I could totally see that if she was at work for five seconds for him. <laughs> yeah, not not that she like wants to kill anyone. She just looks bored out of her mind. Yeah, she's just like, oh, like that's the first move that she goes to. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not made for uh, nine to five jobs. This team, no, not at all. Um, uh, and while and while he made a little guest appearance. <laughs> oh yeah, that was fun. That uh, was fun. We've seen that on the sizzle reel that they released last week too. Right. I like when they do. I like the little crossovers sometimes just as much as the big crossovers. Seeing you know it makes it feel. That's the stuff that really makes it feel like they're all in the same world. Yeah, I agree there. And like they they were actually funny. I'd say they'll still be pretty good together when the crossover comes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, the team is basically back together, except for, of course, Vixen. Um, yeah. I'd like to think I called that when we were, when we were previewing the season too, I said she would probably have to go back to her time and there would be a storyline with her and Nate about that. Yeah. So do you think they will, 
I mean, I'm wondering like if there's something wrong with her because like is someone controlling her because I don't think her normal first move is to kill everybody. Yeah, uh, from the JSA, right? Like, so but maybe things happen, timelines could change. You don't know what she could be like that. That's a that's a good question. I don't I don't really know. I assume she'll be back with the team. Uh, it's kind of weird how probably the biggest B plot of last season was the. Nate and Amaya relationship and then they just sort of break up off screen and she goes back in time. Uh they made after they made a big deal about it in the finale, it was kind of surprising. But I don't know. I think she'll come back to the team eventually. But I'm not sure how it's gonna work. I li- I like how it has repercussions though. You can totally tell that Nate is not over with it. Like over it at all. Right. Ray makes a joke that nothing <laughs> nothing says oh uh, you're over your ex like looking at a file. Yeah. And Rex or something like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's that's the one thing I miss about this show too. They do a lot of brazen of each other, which is quite funny. Yeah, that's it's more of a it's definitely the most probably the most lighthearted show, and it's yeah that's the character interactions are what sort of makes makes or breaks each episode. Like blaming like everyone letting Nate know that it was actually his fault. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And I like how, uh, of course, Mick is the one to find Caesar, and nobody believes him because why would you? That Caesar is just walking around, and oh yeah, it's not just a cosplayer or something; it's actual Caesar. Oh yeah, he was good too. I, I must say, like I, I, I like the portrayal, and but Sarah totally gave it a beat, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I think the Legends team are going to again. I wish, I wish they kind of. They really made him feel like losers, lovable losers in this episode. I wish they were, at this point, seemed a little more competent. Yeah, yeah. like everybody in the time bureau, like, like snubbed their nose to him. I'm like, right. Like, come on, they've been doing this for two years now. <laughs> yeah, they give him a lot of crap. And they, you know, but I guess in the time bureau's defense, they still do screw up a lot. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Sometimes it's for the better, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so on to your favorite episode, Arrow. Yeah, yeah. What what an episode! I I was had I was hesitant with the ending of last year, but I did enjoy it. Like all the like, I enjoyed the fight scene, especially the first one. And like, you start to reveal who was like who was survived slowly. And man, uh, the ending we talked about that. Uh, I I think I asked fans without borders. A little shout out there if anyone they should listen to that podcast. It's quite good. Uh, I asked him a question thinking, like, could the, the storyline for Arrow, like, because of that little sizzle reel they had where Slade says, uh, two of us walk along, like, same path. And I, I wondered if Oliver's going to get out it as Green Arrow. And sure enough, in the right. end of the episode, damn. <laughs> that, right. that not sucked up. That, um, I feel like at this, by this point, they kind of need to just make it public that Oliver is, the green arrow because they've there have been so many almost that he's been yeah like everyone got to be like everyone got to be like come on guys like this is like the third time he's got to be the guy right yeah and as a fan you know it's like you can't just keep outing him and then taking it back i think they just need to if they just take this one back i'll be pretty disappointed yeah i don't think they're going to i think you're right there i think they gotta own it this time yeah so i'm really curious to see how that sort of works out going forward yeah, like, do you, like, at the press conference just say, like, yeah, I'm Green Arrow, but 
it'd be kind of easy to get arrested. Like, it's not like if you're the Flash, you can say, yeah, I'm Flash, and you're gone. Right. You and, got you got to have a plan to get out of there just in case they decide to arrest you. Right, and the Flash hasn't done quite the number of illegal things that the Green Arrow has. Yeah. Uh, doesn't quite have the body count, so it would really, you know, there's just got to be an investigation, which it looks like there's going to be going forward. Yeah, like he, Flash didn't murder uh, the main villain on TV a couple seasons ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, you can't you can't really get away with that. Uh, what did you think about uh, the way they revealed Thea at the end? That uh, somebody in there, uh, I thought that was an easy way to like. They say she don't want to work as many episodes, so I thought that was an easy way of getting her out of a few. Yeah, that that's what my mind goes to. Uh, I guess when I see that on the show, like, oh, that'll be a way to write her out for a while. Um, I'm glad they sort of. They kept the mystery going of who survived. I didn't really feel there was much mystery because I didn't think basically what happened is what I thought would happen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we called that with the previews. Me, uh, we we were talking about that. Yeah, and I don't I don't think we probably weren't the only ones. <laughs> probably <No>. seemed <laughs> obvious. Um, you know, they kind of took the easy way out of just just the one non-series regular is the one who died on the island, of course. Oh yeah. Um. So, but I like. There are some repercussions with Thea, but I never was worried about her because um, I don't think they would. If they kill Thea, um, I don't know. It's, uh, I, don't, I don't think Oliver could handle another loss like that because there will be basically no one around from the pilot then. Uh, yeah, yeah I don't, about if Thea you're, right, you're, you're right about that 100%. <laughs> so I don't think they could do that. But um, yeah, I'm glad they, they did that. Uh, what about... We get to see a lot of Oliver's son, William. What'd you think of him? I thought he was good, actually, and he played the uh, part pretty well. I liked the whole like he didn't just automatically like trust Oliver, like like it would take some time. But I liked that the end where he finally got true, and I also loved the intro. Like this allows them to bring Rosa back. Yes, which I enjoyed. Like I think she'll be really good. I think she's gonna have some good scenes with Just William and going forward. Yeah, that's obviously the the highlight of the week is getting her back mm. <laughs> from the show. Highlight of DC TV this week is getting her back because I don't think she's been there since the pilot, uh, and I always kind of wondered what she was up to. So I'm glad to see uh, more of her. And um, oh, that and I, we got Smallville's prof- uh, principal Quan on Legends of Tomorrow. I, he was, I think, at the Time Bureau. Uh, yeah, he's cool the guy I don't trust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was a that was good to see um, some sort of throwbacks in DC TV. But yeah, I think, like you said, I, I'm pretty you you know you've kind of predicted this. I think we will see William maybe getting trained eventually. Um, I don't know how soon or if it's even not this season. But I think at some point that's going to happen. Uh, what did you think about the Slade return there and announcement that he's coming to Canada? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I I like Manu Bennett, so I liked uh, what he brought. I'm curious to see. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I think they're just building up towards the that two part Deathstroke episode that we know is coming, and I'm. I think that those are definitely two episodes to look forward to. Oh, most certainly. I can't wait to see. Hopefully, we get to see some of Slade before he got on the island as well, which I would love to see. Yeah, it's weird though seeing Slade just sort of walking around like after he's been in. <laughs> Uh, a a deserted prison for years, and now he's just sort of free and hanging out. 
But, I mean, like, didn't he cause all that commotion in Star City in Season 2 and reveal himself in the end, actually? Like, didn't the cops try to arrest him and all that? Yeah. Like, isn't he gone? <laughs> yeah, you would think so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know any way to work around that other than they must have forgot about him. I guess same with Black Siren, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or no one has caught her face yet, I guess. But I enjoyed her very well, like, very much. She was, I think Katie Cassidy is like perfect for a villain i'm like i can't wait to see this going forward i like what they did in terms of keeping they didn't have a villain of the week and and so like we're gonna see more of black siren so i think it's it's kind of cool to build up that character we know we're gonna see more of rather than just having a a one-off villain for the first episode oh yeah well uh they usually build a big bad but i'm glad they didn't even give any like idea to him in the first episode, it was odd to deal with the fallout of the uh, season five finale. Right, and I'm I'm curious how they how they juggle. We know there's going to be multiple villains this year. I'm curious how they juggle all that, and if they're going to be bouncing around, uh, overlapping episodes, or each get their own episodes as it goes, or how they how they do that. But I think it could be really cool if they handle it right. I think so, and I think the man in the helicopter is the guy that's going to employ all these villains coming up. That definitely could be. <laughs> all right. Well, do you uh, are you watching anything else? Are you watching Gotham and Lucifer at all? No, I haven't caught up to date on Gotham yet. That's the one that I gotta get back on. And I have not even started Lucifer, which is sad for me to say. Well, I will say Gotham is just give a quick update at the end here. But Gotham is pretty fantastic right now. It's probably the best DC TV show out there right now. Um, I heard that it stepped up his game last season and it's like going, like it was, it was going in the right direction big time. Cause I, I watched the first season and I got away from it for a while after that. Yeah. That's what I did. And then I finally got back and it gets definitely gets better as it goes. I'm going to take the time recommendation and get on that. <laughs> See, they, they do. I, I was kind of confused at first cause I'm like, well, they're really just taking the best parts of different versions of Batman. And then I'm like, why would I complain about that? That is exactly <laughs> that's exactly what we always want. What we always like you've got 80 years of Batman comics, all these movies, all these TV shows. What you want is to to take the very best and do that. And they're pretty much doing that as best you can on a network show uh with with, you know, the only exception being that Bruce is 15 instead of 25. Yeah. Um, but that's so not you, exactly a bad thing either. Like you can that's just their take on it, like you said. Right, and I get people who who don't like that, but I think if you can get past that, it's got. And there's some bizarre, weird stuff. What like what is going on? But there is a lot of good going on too. Well, I can't wait to get back into that after after hearing you say that. <laughs> uh, and uh, just for for Lucifer, um, it's cool to see Tom Welling back in, in DC TV. He's playing a different character. It's definitely my Tom Welling bias that I like. Uh, he's added a lot to the show in terms of my enjoyment, but he's playing a different character than he's used to. And, um, he gets to be a jerk. So that is fun. Uh, he's really mixing things up and I like it so far. Oh, I'm going to have, that's, that's another one to get on the listen there. I'm going to have, I'm going to have a bit of talk. I'm not going to have any free time. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. There is, there is way too much, uh, going on. We can't complain, can we? <laughs> no, it, it, that wouldn't even make sense if we tried. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for this week in DC TV. Uh, pretty solid week overall. 
Uh, Travis, why don't you let everybody know where they can get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me at Travis underscore 156 on Twitter, guys. Just drop me a line. We can chat DC TV anytime. All right. Well, thanks for coming on again. And thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. And make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.